L-A-S. What do you want to talk about with Lindsay Prince and Jason Alberti is brought to you by... Hey, I'm Jake Trumper. And I'm Alex Schulte. And together, we're historically historically inaccurate. And you can learn history with us because I'm kind of an expert. I'm not sure if expert's the word I would use. No, I'm ready to teach people history because, like, uh, ask me to name every president. But I know you can't. No, just ask me. I don't want to hear you do that again. John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, uh, James Madison, James Monroe, John Quincy Adams, Andrew Jackson. So we're a brand new podcast distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. New episodes every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and... And wherever else you can find your podcasts. Jake, are you still going? Jake, just fast, just fast forward to the end. We are literally running out of time. Did you literally forget the president who is right now, Joe Biden? Joe Biden! Oh, I did it. Oh, I was in I was in my group. Come there. and learn with us, everybody. Well, it's still kind of me. I'm, I'm kind of doing you most of You couldn't even remember Joe teaching. Biden's name. I'm doing most of the teaching. It's mostly you. Thank you. <laughs> L-A-S. Hey, welcome to What Do You Want to Talk About, where when I bring a topic to the table, Lindsay doesn't know what it's going to be. Yeah, and when I bring a topic to the table, Jason doesn't know what it's going to be. And hilarity ensues. And it's going to ensue hard. Ouch. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Hey, let's Let's talk. talk. That was horrible. Yeah, well, we'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. I'm Lindsay Prince. I'm Jason Alberti. I'm a single mom. And I am a stay-at-home dad. We are friends and writing partners. But what we really like to do is talk. That's right. Hey, Jason. Yes, Lindsay? What do you want to talk about? (laughs) Today, I want to talk about fashion. I mean, what the fuck? Oh, my gosh. I don't... Okay. Oh, my gosh. I try... I I hope you know this. I try not to be judgmental. <laughs> this, is the, this is a common theme. I know. <laughs> You're like, I don't mean to be judgy, but... I know. I try not to be judgmental. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fashion. And there are a lot of things that I... I, I think I'm pretty good at not being judgmental oh, at. Absolutely. But fashion and cosmetics, for some reason, those things are my absolute hot buttons. Really? Among other things, you know. Yeah. Like really things that really matter. In, right. Injustice. Yeah, right. yeah. Absolutely. Those things are 100%. hot buttons as well. But to a certain extent, fashion and, and cosmetics lead me into that same kind of judgmental sphere mm. uh that uh that injustice does you know yeah um, okay so, they... so I, I need you to help me okay uh not be so f- freaking okay. judgmental about okay it. okay i'm good at this and so fashion um are you can you help me understand some of your triggers like what is triggering you like is there something currently triggering you about fashion Let's unpack this. Well, uh, you know, uh, we have periodically discussed uh, 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 pieces of of clothing. Clothing. Absolutely. Tons. Um, Yeah. And uh, I I think at a deeper level, perhaps, Mm -hmm. some of my knee-jerk reaction to fashion comes from my size Mm. 
Because mm. I'm, I'm a big boy. Not tall, but round. I'm under tall. <laughs> um, I just haven't stretched out yet. How tall are you? Do you know? I'm 5'7 on a good day. Oh, okay. Uh, so I'm, you know, on the low end of the sure. average. Sure. I don't know. Um, you're taller than me, so you're tall to me. <laughs> well, yeah. I, yeah, 5'7". Okay, so yes, yeah, so some of it comes from your size, you feel right, or shape, and the way that they, the way that clothing doesn't really right fashion exactly doesn't. But also, I think to a great extent, um, it it comes from this from this um, uh, elitist socioeconomic stratospheric kind of thing mm. where if you have all the money in the world um you can wear an egg crate on your hat and it becomes fashion okay um mm. and so you're taking you're taking a piece of clothing that perhaps costs let's say $8 to produce. Okay. And you're, you're selling it mm-hmm. for 500. Mm-hmm. And that kind of markup to me is, um, uh, I, I personally find that to be unconscionable. Right. It's like this Shkreli dude mm-hmm. who uh, decided that he was going to mark up uh, uh, um, uh, EpiPens oh, by yes. 300% right. yes. just because people needed them right. and would pay that money for it. Right. I find that <clears throat> reprehensible. Sure. The marking up. The, the, mar- the marking the mark- up. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> part of this comes from, uh, I just saw uh, a, uh, a little um, uh, infolet about this new Versace purse that's out. Oh, okay. Okay, so that, we are, okay. That is shaped broad, like an airplane. Okay. And it costs more than an airplane? Than a Cessna. Oh, <gasps> seriously? Yes. I was kidding, really? Yes. How much is it? Like it's thousands of dollars? It, tens of thousands Shut it of down. dollars. What? It's like $35,000. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. And I just, I mean, I, I, I felt my face yes. flushing. Right. And my reaction was um, mm-hmm. it, 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 ridiculous. Yes. My reaction was ridiculous. Right. Because in the scheme of things, who the fuck cares? Okay. Who cares? Okay. And yet I'm looking at, you know, my wife is a oh. school administrator. Yep. In a an extremely diverse school, mm-hmm. socioeconomically. Yeah, I mean, diverse across the board. Absolutely. Okay. But definitely as socioeconomically. As diverse as you can get in Iowa, sure. Absolutely. And you got kids whose parents are barely able to purchase food. Right. Who are wanting four hundred dollars shoes? Oh, that's happening. Oh, absolutely. Ah. Uh. They're wanting them. You can want for a lot of things. Do you know how they're getting them? No. They're selling drugs. Oh. Because oh, that's so this isn't ease... about fashion at all. Oh, it's totally about fashion. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's about fashion and and I guess 
kind of the decision, I don't know, the decisions that we make. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you know, so people out there in the pod verse right. cannot look at me. Right. But I will describe myself. Oh, boy. I am a five foot seven, nearly 200 pound fat, uh, pasty, <laughs> bald man with the classic fat, Sorry, bald I... man goatee. I look like every fat, bald man Stop. in the world. No, it's true. Oh. It's true. I'm a little ball, no hair, except for the goatee. Beautiful blue eyes. Sure. Not the point. Well, I'm just, the, the, I want to paint a whole picture. If sure. you're going to paint a picture. Right, sure. So, <laughs> I have almost never given a shit to what I wear. Right. If I go outside and I'm not naked, it's a good day. Yes. Um, I feel that. And, and much of that, I'm sure, has come from the fact that, um, uh, you know, uh, what kind of pants? Oh, uh, huskies? Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Those are the only pants I can purchase. So this has been husky. a lifelong thing. You feel like this has been like the the abil- the inability to access fashion, uh, using it as a maybe, fashion. Maybe I don't remember much when uh you know sixteen or seventeen or whatever going. Oh, I want to be a fashion icon. But Although you know what I did, a- I was purchasing material. Mm-hmm. And my mother was sewing, making okay. shirts for me based on that material. So okay. maybe. Well, yes, of course. I mean, you don't have to be a, there's a big jump between I want to be a fashion icon and just, I want to kind of, I see what other kids are wearing and I want to fit in. Right. That's different. Yeah. It, I went the other way though. I wasn't yeah. really wanting to, I mean, I was, I, my, one of my favorite shirts was made out of a Berenstain bear curtain oh. material, you know, long sleeve. Uh, and I got it just cause there was not, there wasn't going to be anybody else in the world with that shirt. Uh, and that's, I mean, that's part of the reason behind that, you know, God help me. I want it to be unique and unlike anybody else, but, um, the, the, yeah. So the fashion, what upsets you is the $34,000 purse mm-hmm. or handbag mm-hmm. that's, that someone would find value in purchasing when you know of, and then you're kind of. You st- I thought you were going one way with it. You were saying that there's people who can barely afford food, and I thought you were saying, like, how could they care about a $35,000, $34,000 handbag mm-hmm. when some people can't afford food? Mm-hmm. Um, but then you went into um, they can't afford food, but yet they want $400 sneakers. I personally don't even know that. To for- is that like a, like, are people walking around in our town with $400? Like, is that a commonplace thing, $400? Yes, they, yes, they are. Okay. There's a there's a student <laughs> there's a student at my wife's school. Um, I think he's graduated now. I think this is genius. Okay. I think it's sad that this can happen. Okay. But it's genius that he does this. Um, he has some kind of algorithm that he has written for his computer mm-hmm. that um, announces to him the release of new Nikes. Oh. Of, of new high-end Nikes. Okay. And he has gotten on some kind of funky specialized list. Sure. Where um, they they do a lottery for who oh. can purchase these Nikes. Okay. And he'll purchase those. Okay. And he's, he's buying these shoes for $500. Wow. So he purchases those and then he sits on them. He doesn't even take them out of the box. Okay. He just sits on it for a year. Okay. 
Then he puts it online and he sells it for a thousand dollars. Well, that's not a bad. What's the what? genius idea? Absolutely. Yeah. Genius idea. Um, so, uh, and yet uh, there's something that just feels a little. So what are you upset about? Are you upset about fashion? Like you said, you know, like, is it, you don't, so what, going, I'm going to start with one thing at a time. Sure. The handbag, the Versace handbag that's got you all feeling some kind of way. Yeah. Um, Do you see that you are placing your value system and your economic status and most of the people that you know on top of someone who would buy that kind of bag. Absolutely. And the person that would buy that kind of bag is living in a whole other universe. Absolutely. That we cannot comprehend Absolutely. where they, that is like the $400 Nikes or whatever to them. Like yeah. they just need that in order to feel okay or to feel like they fit in or I get to feel that. like they're not. And that's part of my problem. Mm-hmm. That's where the judgment comes. I hate the fact that I'm judgmental about that. Um, and and yet mm-hmm. um there's this sort of you know robber baron feel about it where this small number of and this fashion the reason i'm talking about fashion yeah. is fashion to me seems to be the pinnacle of this issue okay where there are there are people who are hosting parties where they have sand pits that they've hidden diamonds in and you can dig through there and get the diamonds. You take the diamonds home and yada, yada, where we're a mile away. People are dying of hunger. Okay. So that's not a fashion issue at all. Fashion to me gets to that issue. Diamonds. You could, Digging through diamonds. I, I don't, mean, I don't know anything no. about this diamond sand party situation. Oh, this was something that like the Rockefellers and the Vanderbilts. Oh, we're talking do. like way back when. Sure. Okay. But that kind of shit goes on now. Mm. You know, uh, the into yeah the, the guy that the dude that hires Beyonce for his daughter's sixteenth birthday. I have absolutely. You know, um, and then doesn't give a shit that. People are people around him. Are- so this is my issue with that. Because whenever we get into, whenever I hear people discuss, like, well, these rich people have so much money, they movie stars, whatever, they should be giving it more to charity or what have you. And this is a real question: At what point down that chain of people of richness does that not become valid anymore? Like, at what point does it reach your income and people will look at you who are who have less than you and Absolutely. say, why aren't you? You have a house. You have two cars. I am. You totally could sell you. one car and you could give me that money. I'm absolutely so with you. It's tough to say. I'm not at all, ex- you know, saying that they shouldn't give more money. I'm just saying. And I, 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 I do not begrudge mm-hmm. Tom Hanks or or whoever, Mm -hmm. the money that they have made. Mm -hmm. To me, that's not an issue. They live in this world. Right. That is what they have done. Yeah. My issue is the value that we place on these things. We have so much valued the making of money. Yeah. Which is why actors... Make right. so much money mm-hmm. because it's not necessarily that we value their talent. Right. We value the money that that talent makes. That's yep. Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. And here we've got 
police officers yeah, oh, and firefighters absolutely. and nurses mm-hmm. and teachers mm-hmm. um, that have to have second jobs. My problem is the value that we place on things, which gets back to fashion. I see. We are, there are people willing to pay $7,000 for a hat mm-hmm. because someone who's famous right. wants that hat right, or says, this is a or great wore hat it or, something. or designed yeah. that hat. Sure, sure. And that is to me, mm-hmm. to me, mm-hmm. intrinsically valueless. It is something mm-hmm. to keep the sun off of your head. Right. Yes, if you boil it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so um, that's where my that's where my judgment comes from. And right. yet, you know, here I am. You know, I'm like, oh boy, I yeah. Give me now. Give yeah. me a seven dollar smoothie. I'm all yeah, for that. Exactly. Or you like, know? let me let's talk about bourbon. Yeah, like, absolutely. You know, somebody'd be like, "Well, you could have given that money to somebody who needed it to feed their family." You are Instead, absolutely you bought right. a very fine bourbon. Yep. So, I mean, it, it, but it go that, but it matches with your socioeconomic level, like what you're capable of. It's comfortable. You can do it. It's okay. Sure. That's how somebody who has a seven thousand dollar, whatever the hell it was that you said that they bought seven thousand hat, hat. Mm-hmm. If they're buying this, that's that. It's for them. It's no different than buying a really good bottle of bourbon. Right. So it's um, right or wrong. That's that's where I get into is I'm mm. not, I, I hate some of the things that people spend money on. My judgment, mm-hmm. you know, my my value system, my where I live, these things I don't need. Mm-hmm. I don't need a Versace purse. If right. I had one, it would be weird. We tend to fit in with where we are and who we are and what. And we only kind of, you know, we only have to meet the standards of our environment. Right. And in this particular environment that we live in, the standards aren't terribly high. Mm-hmm. We're pretty, pretty comfy. Right. Um, and you can get away with pretty much anything. So you can, you can still be like considered elite and not be carrying the best handbag or the best, what have you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where in other lands, other level, other tax brackets, it's different. And I can't even begin to speak to that. And sure, it's easy for me to sit here and say, I wish to goodness those people who had so much money could see the value in taking, instead of getting Botox or whatever it is that they're spending money on mm. and spend it, you know, give it to people who need it. But there's an inherent issue with the whole structure that, yeah. and, and, and there has always, I mean, there has always been that. You know, the dude who's wearing the lion's pelt, you know, Uh the guy who's got the lion's pelt, Mm -hmm. he's the big one. He's the, he's the big person. Right. Um, and I get that. I get that's a part of human nature, I Mm -hmm. suppose. Um, it just, it makes me sad that things can't be more equitable and I don't know how or if there's a way to change that. Is, do you feel that? I mean, it's really hard to compare, like, our life where we are to somebody, to the, thing, like, the, the suggestions that you've offered. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I mean, I feel like, how do you, there, there's, you know, I, I, my the, the, the thing that I go back to is the $400 shoes, because that's within our same community. That's within right. our same uh, sort of, you know, there's already enough discrepancy in the socioeconomic differences in our own community. Yeah. 
that if we don't even bring in the people that are millionaires and billionaires right. and that kind of thing and right. are buying those sorts of things. So, um, but I don't know, is your issue then that they feel the need that there's that, that someone who can't pay for food feels a need to buy $400 shoes to a certain extent. Yeah. Because that, that is, that's promulgated by our media and by the society mm-hmm. in which we live. You know, we, we, we live in, um, and, and do not get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think capitalism is probably the best way to go. Mm-hmm. Unfettered, unfettered capitalism, maybe not so much, but the, the idea that, that we are so mired in the materialism uh, of the world uh-huh. that many Americans, myself included to an extent, have bought into this idea of, well, I would be happier if I just had more, mm-hmm. which is, not true. is a lie. Right. Absolutely. Um, but we buy into it mostly because we're told that every second of the day. Well, and we are also also all searching for happiness, right? Which is really, if you take it all the way around, that's the real issue. That is the real issue. We would not succumb to advertising if we right. didn't feel self fulfilled and okay with ourselves, right? Um, and I know that people have said, you know, well, media plays into that because you know they show us all these images, and yep. therefore we feel bad about ourselves. And so the only way to feel better about yourself is to buy a better outfit, or to buy different makeup, or to you know, get your hair done differently or yeah. drive a different car. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I don't disagree with any of that. It's just, it's, it's kind of like everything. It goes back to, if you dilute, you take it down, you take it backwards, you walk it back and you say, where, where's it all coming from? And it's like, we're just, we're, and then it's like, we needed completely this. Uh, it's, it's very give a mouse a cookie. <laughs> Does that make sense? No, not at all. But I okay. can't wait to hear what okay. you're getting ready to say. Do you know it. the story? Give a mouse if you give a mouse a cookie. No. Okay, so this is. Uh, I don't mean to. Is this a tic tac thing? No, but do we need to do a thing of a jig? Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. So we're 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 going to come back to give a mouse a cookie. Okay. Yeah, it's going to take a second because it's that's that's a uh, I think a good stopping okay. point. So we're going to take a moment's uh, break for our uh, sponsors who hopefully are okay. With this uh, capitalism discussion, and uh, uh, we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back in a second. What do you want to talk about with Lindsey Prince and Jason Alberti? Is brought to you by. Hi, I'm Logan Adam Schultz, digital and content marketing guy. I'm Alex Schulte, creative director, dude, and I'm Craig Johnson, maker of graphics, and we're the LAS Marketing Team. And this is Friends with Marketing Benefits, Eastern Iowa's newest podcast, filled with laughter, stories, and insight from a rotating cast of marketing professionals. Every Tuesday, join us as we break down modern marketing practices into something that you can use right now to better market your business, nonprofit, band, or even that dresser you've been trying to sell on Facebook Marketplace. There'll be new episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Friends with Marketing Benefits is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. If you feel like it. Hey, I'm Logan. Hey, I'm Logan. You're supposed to say that you're Tim. Don't tell me what to do. You're not my real dad. (laughs) We're the hosts of a brand new podcast called From One Dad to Another. 
Each week, we tackle a new topic, interview local professionals, and attempt to decode modern parenthood one dad joke at a time. So make sure to join us every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. From One Dad to Another is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more on our independent podcast network, visit laspodcastnetwork.com. And if you want to support the show and get some bonus content, behind-the-scenes looks, and even get the show ad-free, you can become a member of our Patreon over at patreon.com slash laspodcastnetwork. And if you don't, I won't be mad, but I will be disappointed. (laughs) Oh, and one last thing. You're doing great, and I'm proud of you. L-A-S. And so uh, give Give a mouse a cookie. cookie. I do not know what this is. So it's a children's book. And it is, uh, I've often, it's uh, it's been brought to my attention several times because it's how my brain works. But I also think it's kind of, um, I'm trying to remember what we were talking, like how I even brought that up. But mm-hmm. um, it's sort of like um, if you give a mouse a cookie, they're going to need a glass of milk. And then, but in order to get a milk, you're going to need to get a straw. And then they're going to need to go to the bathroom and because they drink too much milk. And then they're going to, so it's how, like when you go about something, it's, if you're a give a mouse a cookie kind of person, which I am, but this whole, even this issue makes me think of that. It's like, well, if we're, you know, it's like fashion is the topic Mm -hmm. and you know, like, ah, it's frustrating that people find value in things that are so, that seems so meaningless or worthless, Mm -hmm. but they expend so much money and it could be used for better things. And I wish I could decide how other people decide to spend their money because Mm -hmm. gosh, darn it. I would spend it better if I had that much money. Mm -hmm. Um, but then, uh, it's give a mask because then you're like, well, um, but it's the, but it's their, uh, it's their life to live and you know, they make their money. We don't really understand it. And mm-hmm. so then it gets into, well, then we need to, you know, well, well, if media didn't make us feel like we needed this stuff, then, then it wouldn't be as bad. And I hate the pressure that the kids are under to feel like they have to have $400 shoes. Yeah. And then it's like, well, but why do they feel that pressure? Well, it's the media. Well, why the media? Well, we're not happy. Well, you know, so that's what I mean. It's like it just it goes. It's like it spirals down to like if you get down to like the very tippy tip of like what would the birth of it all like why it yeah. all even exists. Mm-hmm. That's all I meant. Yeah, is that it's just sort of like pew 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 pew. It could go all over the. Well, place. it's all it's all encompassing, right? I mean, it, yeah. it can touch on a lot of different right. things. Yeah, but fashion upsets you because mainly the money. It, it, yes, it the, it feels like the an, created need. Yeah. It feels like an easy, overarching representation of the the problem. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I could have chosen sports or right. I'm whatever. Glad you didn't. I'm so glad you didn't. Well, I, sports, I would have just been like, yeah. I don't have enough. I don't. I just would tune out. I I I have my sports talk, but I won't do that. Oh, you've done it. Um, no. <laughs> God. I'm talking about American sports and and uh, uh, and money. Maybe we bring in somebody else for that one. <clears throat> maybe, maybe. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I have, I <laughs> Not have, a, at all. I have a second. Yes. Oh, fashion thing. Oh, please. So, uh, one of the things that I like to do for personal shits and giggles, okay, uh, is to uh, scroll through. Uh, fashion show oh. runway photos. Oh, oh, okay. Runway. Because for me, much of that is a serious what the fuck. Well, of course. And so my question for that is, what 
and I'm asking this seriously, mm-hmm. not not in a uh-huh. you know mm-hmm. dick way. I hope. Mm-hmm. What is what is the point? What are the designers trying to get at? Interesting. When they have somebody walk down a catwalk, where they have made them a suit with seven legs and bat wings. Okay. So this is interesting. Okay. Because you wouldn't walk into an art gallery and look at a piece of art, you, Jason Alberti, mm-hmm. and say, why would someone put on the wall a painting with a red dot and a black dot? I don't understand. I might actually it's, say that. You wouldn't say it out loud. Because you'd want to pretend you'd want to you'd want to present as someone who gets art, who understands that it's art. Just don't, please don't. I'm let's just, just let's I'm just, just saying, call a spade a spade. I'm just saying there is art. I have gone. You, I don't. You, I don't. But you know. don't say it out loud. You might to like a close trusted sure, friend, sure. but you wouldn't be like I just don't get it. Because you'd want to be somebody who gets art, but you don't put fashion in the same category. That it's art. It's an artist creating something, and then people who make clothes can be inspired by it. It doesn't mean that it's literally going to be reproduced and put into stores. Uh huh. Seven-legged suits. Right. It's art. That's why they have runway shows. It's like this is my collection I created. Mm-hmm. It's like if if you created a collection of sculptures or paintings mm-hmm. or whatever, it just happens to be clothes. Well, now that is the closest anybody has ever been able to explain it to me. Oh. Because I, even now, this is where my problem comes to it. Uh, Clothes for me have always been a utilitarian thing. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Does it stop me from being naked? Yes. I'm also going to disagree with you wholeheartedly. Oh, but it does stop me from being naked. It does stop you from being naked, but I'm going to push back on the idea that you have always thought of them as utilitarian. Okay. All right. Hit me. You know me. why? Hit me. Because you do theater and you have directed and you have had to costume shows. And so clothes are not utilitarian. You oh, get that there is a... Uh, are, see, I'm going to fight back on that. You go ahead. They are absolutely utilitarian. You dress a character in a specific way. Mm-hmm. That is a way to point out what that character exactly means. That is a utilitarian aspect of those clothes. But the way in which you were initially presenting utilitarianism was in a way to p- not be naked. Yep. You were dumbing it down, diluting it to that. Well, and I don't want to be cold either. And I'm saying that I know that you can consider clothing. With greater regard and with... Uh, 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 no, I do. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. And ha- and, and you just ex- you just kind of, yeah, I mean, like you express that like it, it tells a story. Sure. It helps to inform. Sure. It You can see someone wearing clothing and it will teach you something about them. Yeah. I mean, we just, we had a whole discussion sitting out in front of the building today. About a gentleman who was walking by in sandals. Absolutely. Uh, cargo shorts and an orange shirt. And right. I told you all the things that I knew about him based on his outfit. Absolutely. And here, this is the thing that I loved about that. We were probably wrong. I didn't say anything about him as a person. Uh, no, I'm, no I, I didn't say you did. Oh. But I can, I can put on a suit. Yeah. And uh, go to a job interview. But they're not going to get me. 
No. They're going to get my representation or they're going to get whatever shell. But the job that you're to, going for, I would assume if you're wearing a suit and putting on that persona, that's the job you're going for. Right. You're not going you're not going to be hired as me, my authentic self. I'm at a point where that's what I want. Well, though. I know that's what you want, but then you wouldn't put on a suit if you were going to the interview. Right. Because that would not be authentic. Right. So if you tell me that you're going to put on a suit to go to a job interview, that to me says that you're going for a job where you know you're going to have to behave in a way that is not organically you. Right. And here is an here's a really interesting and possibly dangerous twist on that. Okay. I read an article. I cannot remember where. I wish I could. <laughs> That's what I say when it's it was, from a TikTok. No, this was it was in the in the Atlantic or something. It was from my flip. I'm book. sure it was. Um, I'm sure it was. <laughs> you are so bad it's to me. TikTok. Um, where um, a uh, a young black man. Okay was fighting against wearing ties okay. to work. Okay. Because for him it was oh, it was a representation sure. of oppression. Uh-huh. And I totally get it. Yeah. I totally get it. Um and so then, you know, it started making me started making me think about this whole you know, who makes these decisions? Which decisions? Who makes the decision that you wear a tie to work? Who makes the decision that a, that a tie and a jacket are the things that show you to be a professional? They, and then, I'm, trust me, there's a rabbit hole, and I, I go down it every day. Oh, every day. The whole idea that everything we live with is arbitrary. Everything we do is totally constructed. Right. And who is to say that that's more valuable than anything else? And it's, you know, it's just, and the only answers really are, well, that's because that's how I was raised. Right. You know? Well, it's not just, it, it partially, yes, how you're raised, but also just like we all agree it's sort of, we've had this discussion before and I won't, but I mean, we've had this discussion about how it's not really anything you're taught in school or anything that you're taught. It's just sort of like, as a society, we sort of have agreed that when you wear a suit and tie, so to speak, mm-hmm. using that as a, using that as a, uh, an example, um, that that means that you are uh, professional mm-hmm. and that means that you are dressed up and you are, you know, but it doesn't necessarily, that's not you know, it doesn't, it's not necessarily, but it's like, we've all agreed. Right. And, and when, and when those individuals who don't agree mm-hmm. make their statement, they're pounded down, mm-hmm. which to me is something that you can extrapolate out ad infinitum to get to social cause, justice mm-hmm. in the world, equity, mm-hmm. um, just all kinds of stuff. Right. And uh, that's sort of what I mean by the rabbit hole. Where is it that we, uh, yeah, I just well, you need yeah. enough people to so in order to change, in order to just like you know steer the Titanic so to speak in a different direction, mm-hmm. you need enough people to do the same thing. So, for instance, for women, you know, we were always supposed to wear skirts; they were supposed to be a certain length. We right. were not supposed to, you know, that and that. And it took enough women change changing that narrative, uh, standing up and and making a you know saying I this is I'm going to wear pants. Mm-hmm. Or even um, jeans and a suit jacket or whatever it is. Um, this is, I'm really, this sounds really 
silly, but um, to kind of steer that fashion sense in a different direction, but it wasn't easy. Right. And so, um, and, and in some circles, I'm still, I'm sure it's still not uh, okay. Right. I'm still not okay. So, um, I don't know. Gosh, I feel like we've got like 14 topics on the table right yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I think uh, for me, <laughs> fashion, fashion is one of those touchstones that, mm-hmm. that hit so many, so many different notes of, of society. Right. For me. Uh, you know, the, it really comes down to this. Why can't a person wear what they want to wear without um, without us attacking them for whatever? Ooh, you know? Attacking. So a person can wear whatever they want to wear, mm-hmm. but we all, I don't know how to do away with societal norms. I don't know how to do away with our preconceived notions. I don't know how to do, Absolutely. do, do away with all of that. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, you can, you can be the most altruistic person and say like, you know, just wear whatever you want to wear. But I have, we, we, we are, we have all expressed judgment about people who have decided to wear quote unquote, whatever they want to wear. Sure. So it, it doesn't track. It doesn't land. You either have to be strong enough to be like, I'm going to wear whatever I want to wear and and deal with any uh, whatever response I may get. Mm-hmm. And then per- perhaps other people will see that and be empowered to do the same. Mm-hmm. Or you have to fall in line. You know? Mm-hmm. Isn't that... Society? Right. That's yeah. just what... That's yep. yeah. Sure. It's um, it's like an unwritten contract, which takes me back to a whole Trevor Noah thing that I love so much, but it has nothing to do with this topic. Uh, how we all s- kind of sign an unwritten contract, societal contract. Sure. Yeah. And we just agree upon these things without yeah. ever actually agreeing. Right. No, I get that. I get that. Um, the the final thing, and we've got to we've got to shut this down here okay. soon. The final thing is that. For me, fashion is one of those things that just proved to me how much of an animal we are. Oh, help me. Well, you know, we like to believe that we're the apex predator. We're the oh. evolutionary end. We're the sure. top. We're the smartest. We're, we run the globe and okay. all this stuff as is, is human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, but f- fashion is fashion is just... For me, um, uh, fashion is to the human what the feathers are to the peacock. Um, it's just one of our ways to say, uh, hey, look at me. Um, uh, I'm the smartest, wealthiest, yes. strongest, right. saddest, uh, right. whatever. And uh, that's one of the things that I, that I like about it. Is about fashion. About fashion mm-hmm. is that, you know, People do choose clothing to try to uh, influence how other people think of them. Absolutely. Um, my sartorial choice is about I want people to think I don't give a shit about fashion. You know, I mean, that's one of the things. Right. Um, there are other people that are very much, hey, look at look at me. Um, I'm rich. Look at my watch. Right. Um, my watch costs as much as your car, you know? I, so I, that's, that's one of those things that I find 
psychologically fascinating about right. the human being is that that's one of those things that we that at one level we grab onto as a human construct uh-huh. fashion yes but in reality it it's it's base animal absolutely yeah but it's as if we got to choose so those animals don't get to choose their feathers sure they are just born with them they don't get to choose them we get to choose them right and we can we can say whatever we want and Mm -hmm. we can make people to exactly your point about putting on a suit and tie and going into job interview that's putting on totally different feathers right and 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 presenting yourself as potentially a different animal yeah and uh, the same can be said for um uh you know, um, I, I find that, you know, a lot of us, most of us fall in line. Like we, we look at the people that we are surrounded with and we, we don't even do it consciously. It's subconscious, Mm -hmm. but we're like, I'm comfortable with being okay with the people that I surround myself with kind of falling in line. What, with what they wear fashion wise, Mm -hmm. I know. And, and the person that's wearing the watch that costs as much as a car that will fall on deaf ears to me, to right. you. I won't see that watch and be triggered to think, oh, wow, that watch costs a lot of money. I'll be like, they're wearing a watch. Yeah. You know, right. where it, but but it plays differently in the societal construct that they exist in. Yeah, yeah. It's just not mine. And mine, and, 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 and you know, and you and I, like, I'm like, oh, thanks. I got it at Goodwill. All right. Right, isn't that cool? Right. <laughs> you know, or Target on sale. And it's, that's a beautiful, comfortable Right thing, but yeah. it's interesting how we kind of look around. We don't even realize we're doing it. We look around at the people around us and kind of gather information and then dress accordingly. Yeah, crazy. Hey, I wanted to uh, I wanted to thank you because we got to bring it to a closer. I yeah. wanted to thank you for the art thing. That is uh, that has uh, that has worked toward changing my view. Oh, okay, good. Of uh, runways couture fashion design if i can look at that as simply a statement of art yes rather than literal um, fashion i just i want to see what i can get away with or whatever um yeah that's uh that's a new way of looking at it and i I think if you look into it and i don't know this for sure because i'm not a big fashion person but i think there are stories behind the fashion like they'll create a create a collection and there's like a story yeah uh, like a storyline and there's um meaning behind the pieces right so you'll see something that looks so outrageous but there's a story a meaning yeah it's art and um i'd like to end it on a, a rhetorical yeah. question okay. why do they look so angry <laughs> why don't they just smile oh my gosh <laughs> oh you did not just say that Oh, they'd be so much prettier if they just smiled. No, I'm not saying prettier. Well, more, I'm just oh, more palatable for you. I'm just saying it Ugh. looks like they are taking themselves so seriously. They are not to affect. Can you even imagine if you asked someone to wear your art and they went out there and cheesed it up like big old hey, big old no, unless that my, was the but that my if, art. If you were a fashion designer and you were making art and you put it on people, yeah. you tell them. They, I'm sure there are fashion shows where they're like smile the whole time, mm-hmm. be giddy, jump around. Mm-hmm. It's whatever they are instructed to do. Otherwise, they are literal living hangers, art uh, canvases. But the face canvases. doesn't. The face does not come across as a canvas. The face comes across as angry and intense. If they're looking, if they're looking for someone to just be disaffected. 
Oh, I think they're doing the best they can. Yeah. I don't know. But oh. they have to wear all that weird makeup, too. A lot of sure. times. A lot of times it's very weird makeup. Yeah. I don't know. You need to... Maybe I need to think of it as more kind of American kabuki. Oh, sure. Yeah. You do that. I don't know what that means. All right. Go ahead. And with that, uh, I'll say uh, sayonara. Kabuki. Kabuki. <laughs> kabuki. Da, 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 da. Oh, and that's Shapoopy. Is that Shapoopy? Sorry. Different from Shiplap. So, uh, boom. Well, uh, uh, hopefully, uh, thanks for hanging with us. This was kind of a serious one. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, next time we'll talk about, um, I don't know, butts. Please not. No, we already, so much butt stuff. We've done so much butt stuff. Who knows? Who knows where it's going to come in the, oh in the series? Gosh. I have so much more to say about this. <laughs> Maybe we'll do a part two. Because we didn't even get into skinny jeans and side parts. I, I don't. I know. I don't know skinny okay. jeans right. and side parts. I, I, you okay. said fashion. I got excited. That's not. No, it's okay. okay. All right. All right. Bye. 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 The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit laspodcastnetwork.com. LAS.